This is Wrestling for the Faith. Wrestling for the Faith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrestling for the Faith. I'm Casey. I'm the coach. Hey, we got the coach back hey, with us. He's back, baby. I can't <laughs> see it, but I'm strutting right now. Woo! He is. He is actually <laughs> strutting. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I told you. My wife said I have a face for radio. <laughs> oh, it's good man. to be back, man. Yeah, it's good to have you back. And uh, I was beginning to wonder. I said, "Man, when's the coach coming back?" Oh, <laughs> welcome anytime, kidding, man. That's the that's the thing about you know me and Chad talk about it. Lord, man, you've talked about it. We've all talked about it. It's it's funny how the kingdom family uh, has kind of taken over everything. Yeah, you know it's yeah. it's not about. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about Chad. It's not about John or Dinner. Right. You know, it's you know all of us along with Jason Justice, Terry Skaggs, the Stroops. You know, we're just this big kingdom family that uh, the Lord has put together for such a time as this, and it's uh, it's awesome. So I enjoy changing everything up from time to time. So. Uh, definitely, I definitely enjoyed the last couple episodes, you guys. Just getting back to uh, talking about some wrestling. Of course, you know I love wrestling too. I love Jesus too, though. So, yeah. But it's good to hear people asking questions and stuff. Just hey, man, that's good. Wrestling for the faith. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. You know when I when the Lord first laid it on my heart, it was kind of like a the podcast was going to be something like where I interview. Uh, different wrestlers who either were Christians or had become Christians, right. you know, and uh, just kind of get testimonies. And, uh, you know, then it kind of went this direction uh, with getting Chad on. You know, while he was still in WWE, he came on and, and shared his story and, and we talked. And then he came back and became a co-host. And so... Then it just kind of went that direction, and now, you know, he's on, and then you're on, and yeah. then, you know, we just, we're just all, but uh, I do enjoy talking about wrestling uh, again. We've had so many people who, you know, ask us wrestling questions, um, and we've still not got to a lot of them. There's still a lot uh, that are in the emails that are, you know, we're going to eventually get to. Uh, but I do enjoy uh, discussing wrestling. That's kind of what uh, I believe it was last week. Me and Chad were talking about it. It's kind of like wrestling has kind of brought this kingdom family together. Yeah. I mean, that's what brought us together. Right. Just the, the common interest that we had, you know, you being a wrestler and me just being a fan of it, you know, since... Since I can remember just yeah. watching it, and, and I, I meet you, and I'm like, man, this guy, he's, he was there. He's doing it. He's doing it, man. It's like, <laughs> this is great. So, yeah, I mean, that's how we got connected. We know it's the Lord, but he, right. he really used that that avenue to bring us together. Some, and here we are. It feels like, I mean, it feels like I've known you forever, man. So Yeah, I know. I know. I, I do want to ask you something. I don't know that I've ever asked. So... You heard last week uh, I mentioned uh, the 
Dinner thing where you know we were drawn together yeah. with the the wrestling and she she didn't want to approach me because of a, a situation from years ago right. that I didn't even remember but she didn't know that I didn't remember so like just to get your commentary like when y'all are at church or when y'all are at home is she like having these conversations like I can't talk to that guy or I can't go how is, how is that working it's just funny to me. Well, I, I mentioned it. I said, you know, he mentioned that MySpace incident. On the, and she's like, oh, he did. And I said, yeah, you go, go listen. She hadn't listened to it yet. Uh, I said, yeah, you need to go listen to it. He, he name drops you on there. And I was kind of laughing about it. But I remember pulling into the church. I remember the story a little bit. You know, it's MySpace. I don't know what it, I don't even know what year that was, man. Was like, now, were y'all married at that time? Yes. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. We were living in Georgia. And she had known her for a long time. And... I guess y'all were kind of dating at the time, whatever. And I mean, this is before, this is before Christ. Definitely. So, yep. BC does. And I don't remember all the detail. I remember her telling me a story because I actually listened to my wife. You know, she don't listen to me. <laughs> so we're at church. We pull in, and she's—I mean, she's nervous. Like I can't talk to him about. And this is something I like happened like, Lord, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Because actually, about ten. I may have been longer, but from that time, it's probably about ten. But. I can't talk to him. She gonna, he's going to know. I'm saying he's probably don't even remember any of that, especially from MySpace. I mean, we're talking 2004 or five. Yeah. Hey, I now, mean, now MySpace was huge. Hey, it's great, man. Yeah, it I mean, was. it was for what it was. But she, I mean, she was literally terrified that you remember her. I say, he's, <laughs> come on, man. He's not going to remember. And, I mean, it's all this before, you know, we even met. But she had actually just kind of had that contact with him, and just like I say, it's before this is the old case. And I, I, I didn't know though. Seeing you now, the old case case is like I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah. So, but I just remember her telling me some stories about you were, y'all were dating, and I don't even really remember the details. But she was actually terrified that she's going to remember. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's not going to remember something. Yeah. So meaningless is <laughs> when she finally when she finally brought it up, and I, I I don't think it was any time. I think it was a while after that she brought it up, and I didn't even have a clue what she was talking about. But like I said, that was BC days, so a lot of that's foggy anyway. It's funny. I was getting my hair cut today, and we were talking about uh, our teenagers starting to drive. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, I was mentioning how I was pounding in their head about, you know, don't touch your phone while you're driving. You know, that text message or that song change or whatever, it can wait. Um, And was just talking about how serious that has gotten and how it's, you know, almost on the same level, if not already on the same level as as killing as many people as as drunk driving. Yeah. And... uh, but you know, I'm. I said something like, "I'm. It's only by the grace of God that I'm still alive, or that I didn't hurt anybody uh, back in my stupid days." I, and I'm the way, man. the the hair stylist or lady in the chair next to where I was sitting, she looks and she goes, "Wow, you used to be a wild child." Yeah, because they all know me as the preacher. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. she's like, "Wow, you used to be a wild child." And I said. 
oh yeah and then you know jen uh the girl who does my hair she's like oh yeah she remembers those days but it was it's just funny because like you so many don't remember that old casey and uh, thank god i don't remember much of that old casey when when people bring that up i'm like uh if you say so but I, i don't quite remember that it, they sang a song last Sunday at church. I don't even. It, the song was. It was saying, I don't even know who the old person was before. Yeah. I, since I met you, now it's like it didn't even exist. It's there, but you don't remember. It's like, man, I don't even. What was I doing before Christ? I right. don't even remember because he just. I mean, he made some new creation, so it's just like. It's okay to look back. You know, we talked about this Sunday. It's okay to look back what God's what He did then. But man, what's He doing now? Right. I mean, what's he going to do tomorrow? What's he going to do next week if we just keep pressing in, you know? So, yeah, it's a, it's a funny story. Uh, MySpace, man. That's <laughs> just... I miss It MySpace. makes me laugh. I do too, man. I wish I could... Is, is there still an actual page? If there was, Maybe. I wish I could remember my login. Yeah, I couldn't remember my login. I'd say, yeah. Yeah. But, but Tom, Tom had all them friends. Yeah, but that's the story, so... <laughs> and you didn't remember, so and she, she was terrified. Like he's going to remember. No, he's like, I remember when we were going to chest too, and when she realized who you were, I know. I kind of, we kind of interacted a little bit there on MySpace, and I said, like, hey, "You'll be all right." <laughs> so here we are. You know, this is how we got connected. So through wrestling and just, but man, ultimately it's the spirit of the Lord just brought our families Definitely. together. But He uses these avenues to connect people you know right common interests whatever well and you say that and i i feel led to speak that to someone because for me when i first got saved may 6 2012 you know i distanced myself from every everything and everyone for uh nine months you know i I took time off from wrestling. I didn't have anything to do with any of my buddies. Not that I shunned them or anything. I just, you know, I took time for myself. Right. And uh, I took a step back, and I I never thought I was going back until, you know, nine months later, uh, the Lord, in an interesting way, shoved me back into the business. And... You know, it's it's been very fulfilling for me because I was a ringleader, so to speak. Yeah. In many ways and had a lot of my friends and a lot of young wrestlers following me and I was teaching them how to drink and party and womanize and all this other stuff. And then the new Casey, the born-again Casey, gets mm-hmm. to come back. And it's kind of like the Lord has given me the opportunity to um, to erase the old right. and show everybody the new and show everybody a new way, you know, and, and you know, be like, hey, I was wrong back then, yeah. but this is the way. And and I've never went into a locker room, you know, trying to preach at anybody or beat anybody over the head with the Bible. But it's amazing, and you've been there for a lot of them. It's amazing how when you're a bold 
believer, you don't have to say anything. In these locker rooms, a lot of times people yeah. come up and start asking you questions, and the Lord opens doors for you to share Jesus and 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 to speak into their situations. Uh, so, I, I'm I want to say there will be times that you know you will get saved, and the Lord will pull you completely out of right. your old career, completely out of your old lifestyle, whatever. <clears throat> But there will also be times, and I believe for me, my nine months away was kind of like um, him taking me like like he did so many in the Bible, taking me to the wilderness yeah. where it's just me and him. I don't have all the voices around. I don't have all the, the fans screaming and wanting me to be one way, and I don't have all my buddies wanting me to be one way. Right. And, you know, I'm just alone with him for these nine months in the wilderness and figuring out who I am in Christ, which, of course, we know that's a never-ending process. But um, I feel like he took me away and he molded me and he strengthened me and he brought me to the place where I could be spirit-led. And then after that nine months, I heard that still small voice to go back right. and to make an impact. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so there's times where the Lord will completely pull you out of stuff like that. Uh, and then there's times where he might pull you out for a little while uh, to strengthen you or even to see, okay, which do you love more, me right. or this? Yeah. You know? Um, but then it's possible that he will put you back in it and use you where he had you before. Right. You know, because listen, at that time, nobody knew who Casey Stanfield was and, you know, still very little do, but there are several who know who Casey Cage is. Right. So, um, he can he can do that, and I'm not saying that's the case every time, but this is a lesson in being led by the Spirit. Yeah, uh, it's not for everyone to go back into their former career or around their former friends. You know, sometimes he pulls you out of situations, and you need to stay out. But there are those occasions like mine, where he put me back in, and if I hadn't have. Uh, been obedient to the spirit to go back in um, there would have been no global wrestling ministries mm -hmm. there would have been no wrestling for the faith podcast um, you probably wouldn't have been drawn to me as much because I had just went back into wrestling whenever you know me and you connected uh, you know you come to know me like right out of my wilderness experience and just getting back into the business so uh and and not to mention all of those who are in the business who i have been able to uh talk to and witness to in the locker rooms or riding up and down the road or whatever so i do believe uh that it was definitely guided by the holy spirit definitely because uh, going back to how we how we first met and through through wrestling, you know, you you being in it and me just being a fan of it and just and man, I didn't talk. Man, I was just that person I tell tell somebody all the time, man, you know, we were friends for 
five years before I said a word. <laughs> I don't think it's that long, but it was close. I was just who I was. You know, I was just reserved and just kept to myself. And if it wasn't for that encounter, I mean, God, it was just God-ordained. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back to Global Wrestling Ministries without without your obedience just saying here this we can take we can do a wrestling show and we can do a ministry mm-hmm. put it together and just man and how the Lord blessed it you know even this past time we come back at McDonald and under the kingdom family and the wrestling for the faith and just man the healings and the, the people that got connected to that right it's it's the Holy Spirit that does that but let's go back to the I, I, we talked about a little bit before we come on, I, I was going to ask a question. When you come out of man camp, you talked about, you shared a little bit when we, when we did that wrestling for the faith when we was doing kingdom family gatherings. That's what he, the Lord showed you. You know, we all started the, the youth retreat last year. But when you come out of man camp, it's talking about kingdom family. That's what the Lord gave you. Mm-hmm. And just to seeing how it is now, how the spirit is just by obedience. Right. So that platform that he get. You and Chad, you know, of being out there and people knowing through wrestling, t- seeing on TV, whatever. Without that, man, that platform that God used and still using. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow, just to see it now. I mean, we hear we have people come up and just to see it, it's amazing, you know. And we're coming up on the second youth re- retreat and just, you just was that vision, just how it is now, just how it's grown in the last year. It's something we did. It's just right. Just being obedient and say, "Here we are, Lord." Well, you you hear me say this a lot, and people out there listening hear me say this a lot. I don't know where we're going. I don't know what we're doing. Right. But we're just following the Spirit. Yeah. And uh, so, when we had, you know, was going to man camp, there was a time period. And I can't remember if it was uh, a discussion with me and Chad or if it was like a I, maybe we at all kind of had the conversation, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> but I was really feeling by the spirit that we were supposed to um, spoke, supposed to start having these gatherings. Mm-hmm. And we were all supposed to be sitting in a circle. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we get to man camp and walk in, and this is what we're doing, a big part of it. Now, so I'm not going to give away. Kinda it was already on, something on that the Spirit already. had been dealing with and me you about. You get there, and you're like, well, yes. this is... Instead of, instead of your normal church settings, and right. and I mean, depending on space and depending on uh, how 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 many people you we end up having, yeah, we might end up having to go to kind of a, a normal right. row sitting. Uh, circle's getting bigger, pal. <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm saying. It just, but, yeah, but what, yeah. Go ahead. But that was that was what was really on my heart. And I, I do remember on the ride up talking to Chad about it because we had done uh, we had done a, a show for Jeremy Vane on the Friday night before. Then we had done another show Saturday night. And then uh, he preached at a church Sunday morning, and then we went to man camp. And uh, 
But I, I remember on the way to man camp mentioning and kind of laying this out yeah. to him. Um, and then we walk in and that was pretty much the vision. And I'm like, whoa. And so coming out of it, you know, it was even stronger on my heart that this is what we're going to be doing. And so, of course, didn't take long to get everything going again. And, and we're back at the Boys and Girls Club and everything. And <clears throat> now, like you said, the circle is getting bigger. But like me and Chad talked about a little bit last week, the circle grew, you know, I met him through wrestling, met you because you were a wrestling fan and, and we were drawn together through church and then, you know, uh, the wrestling aspect. And then, uh, you know, Terry Skaggs has the Testimonies with Terry right. podcast and he's in Minnesota. And, you know, so that's a long ways away from, mm -hmm. from here. And then, you know, of course, Jason Justice, he's in South Carolina. And then we have the Stroop family and Josh found the Wrestling for the Faith podcast looking for something uh, just for, you know, he saw Wrestling for the Faith and was like, right. oh, well, yes. this is my two favorite things in the world yeah. mixed together. Yeah, he's a big wrestling fan. So, yeah, he's just, yeah. Yeah. So we kind of have... Not only are we, and, and like we mentioned last week, um, we're trying to get better about recording our, our gatherings. And, you know, sometimes the Lord tells us, hey, this is in-house. This is not for people out there. This is for those who are right here in this circle today. Uh, but there are a lot of times that we just forget to fool with push and record. Yeah. And so, uh, but we kind of get scolded by our kingdom family. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, hey, we were wanting to watch the gathering and y'all have not posted anything or you didn't live it or you didn't YouTube it or whatever. But it is amazing what you're talking about is how it went from this little pocket where we're at and then it, it expanded. And now we have kingdom family who they come up and they join our our gatherings and and they at times have their own gatherings and stuff mm -hmm. but it, it's all now under this without being considered a denomination or anything this kingdom family gathering banner and we've got people from minnesota mississippi georgia alabama north carolina south carolina tennessee you know i mean we're just kind of everywhere and it's amazing how the lord has has put all of this together the biggest part within the last year yeah just to watch it watch what the lord is doing and just been doing for the last year and a half even before you like you said you had the hair laid on your heart then you go to man camp and you see well this is what i that's what i've been feeling for like forever how long you know right and just to see it now but just to how he uses wrestling and just different different things, you know, and brings people together. Uh, different methods. Yeah. You should say it's a different method, but the same gospel. Right. We used to do a wrestling show, you know. We're just using a different way to get people in. People normally wouldn't come to a church service, but, hey, 
we'll go to wrestling. And they get the wrestling. Hey, That's right. We're going to give them service. We're going to pray with them. We're going to, you know. And how many, how, I, we never kept count because we were never about numbers. Right. But honestly, it would be if we had that tablet, if we had it wrote down on a, on a you know, a notebook to, to look at, it would be astonishing to see. It would. It's amazing. Because I remember several people who were not church people mm-hmm. um, who came up to that ring to give their life to Jesus. I remember people being healed of cancer. I'm yeah. thinking of two different testimonies mm-hmm. right now of, of one was a man and then one was a lady healed of cancer, went back like the following week to their doctors, got the report and brought them back to us. Hey, yeah. I had cancer before I walked in this building and y'all prayed. And then now the doctor says it's gone, you know, and, and that's all glory to God. Yes. You know, but it is amazing how the Lord can use something like a wrestling ministry. Yeah. And the Wrestling for the Faith wrestling podcast, the faith, this, yeah. that that people say, you know, a, a lot of people uh, was down on me when I first started Global Wrestling Ministries because they're like, you know, Casey, we know that's your career. We know that's what you do, uh, but we don't think you should mix both. And, you know, there was a time that I, I started listening to them, mm-hmm. uh, but... I'm thankful that I kept having that tug from the spirit. Hey, listen to me. Do what I'm telling you to do. Okay. That's an old wine skin. Mm-hmm. I've got something right now that I want to do through this. Yeah. And then when I tell you to put it down, you can put it down. Right. You know, and I don't know, you know, we, we start and, and we do shows for, year two several months whatever and then we take a break it's just it is led by the spirit it's not something like a, a normal wrestling show where we feel like oh we've got to we've got to be constantly running every week or every month or whatever it's you know whenever the spirit leads us to to jump back out there and get on it we jump back out there and get on it yeah but uh he's used it in amazing ways was i always say whatever you're called to do <laughs> well, I, I do it, but yeah. While you're doing this, preach the gospel, right? I, I believe that was a Bill Johnson quote. He said, "You know, people." You, we hear it, you. I heard you say it, and then it, it kind of stuck with me. I was like, I never yeah. thought of it that way, right? I, I work, and I'm like, well, okay. While I'm doing that, preach the gospel, right? Whatever I'm doing, if you're called to whatever profession or whatever work you're called to do, okay. I, I believe he said something. He said something along the lines of. You know, every Christian is called to maybe not preach in a church behind a pulpit, yeah. but your life should be preaching something. And he said, you know, he had people all the time come up to him and say, well, I feel like I, I should be a doctor. And he's like, well, that's fine. Go be a doctor. And while you're being a doctor, you know, share Jesus. Yeah. And then, well, I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to be an EMT. Well, that's fine. While you're being an EMT, share Jesus. Yeah. You know, there is no, there is no separation in the life of a true believer. You can't hide who you are if you are spirit-led. Let me put that in there. If you are spirit-led, you can't hide what you are because you're a follower of Jesus before you're 
a pro wrestler, before you're a doctor, before you're a lawyer, before you're whatever else. Because <clears throat> you are, should be immersed yeah. in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And it's his leadership. And, and you know, that's one of the things that we're learning at the, the KFG meetings as we continue to dive in is, is about that spirit leadership mm-hmm. and how, you know, the more we're led by the spirit, the less that tug of war between the old and new wineskins or the sin and the, and, you know, sinlessness, whatever. There should come a time where we don't have that tug of war, yeah. you know. And I'm not quite there yet, but I'm, I know I'm headed that direction. Yeah. You know. So I like to, because you, you're a follower of Jesus, but you're a pro wrestler. So now you use, y'all use that instead of on a negative influence on the wrestlers or people you come in contact with, come in contact with. Now it's a, man, let me tell you about Jesus. So he just uses that. When there's transformation, people know it. They just know it. You don't have to say a word. It's just about the way you carry yourself. That goes for all of us. Right. We're immersed, and we're just we're just so loved by the Father, and we know it, and we know where our identity is. So once you're transformed, it's just that's just who you are now. That's exactly. And right. so you, people come and talk. Man, there's something. Yeah, he's a pro wrestler, but man, there's something different about him. Or he's whatever he's doing. He's man, there's just something different about him or her. It's just when you become transformed, man. You become transformed. New creation. New creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, everything has become new. That's it. Everything. So I just want to say one thing about the Kingdom Family Gathering. You know, we we did a youth service of five, and then we we had a little gathering at six. Yeah. I guess church or whatever you want to call it. But, and Riley, my son, he's like, y'all, y'all do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Along the same lines, that's how the spirits lined up. I mean, we don't contact each other. Right. We talk all the time about the Lord, of course, but and different different things, whatever. But it just always, whatever I, we did youth at five, six o'clock, just rode right into it. It was all the same, pretty much the same lesson. Right. Whether different contacts or or contexts or whatever, you know. To kind of lay this out for people listening who have not, uh, who don't know, yeah, when we first started doing the, the gatherings, and we wanted to do youth gathering because we've got a lot of high school age, mm. you know, and, and even preteen kids. Uh, <clears throat> so we were having a youth gathering at, at five. Right. And then after you guys were finished, you and Dena were leading that. And then after you guys were finished, you know, we would we would worship and, and I would preach or however the Lord laid it out. And it come to the point where, like you said, never discussing it. Yeah, he's just the spirit just lines yeah, us up. Never having a conversation on anything. So and and you know, I wouldn't come in in the youth room. Mm-hmm. You know, in most cases, y'all would y'all would take them. Y'all would be in a, a room by yourself, and and I would be you know outside praying, reading, and and you know ready to greet anybody that came in. You know. Um, and so then when we would, when you guys would finish, walk in and sit down and open our Bibles and just start start teaching, preaching, however the Lord led it. And in most cases, you, Dena, or the kids, y'all just kind of start snickering and laughing 
I'm being like, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. It just it it's just amazing. It just amazed me how it just all lines up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every time it just in some way it was the same in the same context. Yeah. Not always from the same verse or anything. The same but, verse, but it was on the same vein of teaching. Yes. Yeah. It, it's like we've always been. The Lord has just connected us in that way. It's just been amazing. Yeah. Our families, you know, just a lot of the same stuff and. So we we started just decided, mm-hmm. hey, we're just going to do one time. Yeah. You know, uh, so we're all going to come together at 5 p.m. at the Boys and Girls Club on Sunday evenings. And um, and so this past week, you know, we just walked in and neither one of us had discussed, hey, you got anything on your heart or anything like that? You know, we just kind of. Walked up while worship was going on saying, hey, you got something to jump. If not, mm-hmm. you know, we'll just see what the Spirit leads. And then you end up uh, you end up jumping up and, and sharing what was on your heart, and it was a perfect lead-in for what the Lord had laid on my heart because, um, you know, <laughs> I like to say it like this, new wine turns the world upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a biblical context. Yeah. And so you, it was new wineskin versus old wineskin that was on your heart. And then, you know, I was, I, I was feeling led to teach out of Acts 17 and how, you know, the religious people were like, hey, these people are turning the world upside down. Yeah. You know, those who were who preaching Jesus. And so it was, it was just amazing how the spirit led like that. And I, I'm. I'm all about not even discussing anything anymore and just letting him lead it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning when, it, when we go into these things, just like the Lord will give me stuff and just speaking to me and whatever, you know, my personal devotional time, whatever it is. But I'm learning just, just hey, whatever you want, Lord, mm-hmm. whether it's you, me, or whoever. And so I want to go back to the, the, the idea was to have a separate youth thing, right? Because, you know, youth are more... Uh, Apt to open up if there's less people there. Yeah, but these these youth are so less bold. adults. Yeah. yeah, less adults. You know, these youth are so bold. They just so it's like, man, why they they're going to open up? Who don't matter who's there. That's right. They know who they are. So uh, I'm glad you made a decision just to be obedient. Just hey, let's just do it all. And when, yeah. Whether I preach, or I don't even care, man. I don't even. Right. I just go in. Like there's always ideas and stuff going on in my spirit, but just. Well, Lead, and Lord. The I'm thing learning. Is, I'm not. I'm there, but I'm still getting there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like the thing about the way we do things is, it's unlike any formal church service that yeah. people, you know, would be used to. They just, they would have to come and experience it to see what, I, you know, we discussed it, and the biggest thing that was on my heart is this is not supposed to be church as usual. Yeah, and sometimes I feel like. Uh, I'm led to sit down and teach, and sometimes the spirit moves, and I'm I'm yeah. jumping up and and getting in preachy mode. But I've seen so much with with so many through churches and diff- watching different pastors and preachers. So many times they feel obligated to have a message on Sunday morning. Yeah, and and they they feel obligated to to have a you know it needs to be preached like this. 
needs to be laid out like this or whatever. And, man, we come into this thing not knowing what the Lord's going to do day to day. You know, we go Sunday to Sunday and just, hey, we walk in, we start worshiping and, and let the wind of the Spirit take us where we're going. And it's not, you know, neither one of us ever feel obligated to have a message ready and laid out. Uh, You know, it's just we go in and and the Lord starts dealing with us a lot of times. I know for me, a lot of times he don't start dealing with me about anything until I get in the midst of the people. Mm -hmm. And then I believe, honestly, he starts giving me stuff that they need to hear, of course. But I, I also believe that a lot of it is stuff that is on their heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, like we've talked about before, I, I used to try to preach uh, laying out, you know, sermon outlines and notes and all that yeah. stuff. But that's very, very well. Outlines is out the window. I've not I've not tried that <laughs> wow. in 10 years. But, you know, notes, sometimes I'll have a couple of things jotted down. But, I mean, it, it's just most of the time I just kind of get in a place where I just come in with the people and we just start worshiping and, and the Lord just starts feeding. And that's what I love about what we're doing. Uh, there's no obligation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got to have a Sunday school uh, lesson right. lined up. I've got to have a, I've got to have a sermon lined up. I've got to have it. No, we're just, we're there. And, and no matter who leads the discussion, yeah, teaches, preaches, whatever at the end we're, we always open it up for questions and, and other discussions. So we're all involved in it. And by the end of the night, most everybody there has in some way contributed to what we have all come out at the end of the night learning. Yeah. And King of Family, that's what I think of. It's just not about one person. It's just we're family. That's exactly right. We're, man, somebody's all, whether it's a... Uh, a young adult or one of us or a wife or whoever or somebody comes in and has a word. It's just it's just amazing. That's what Kingdom Family is to me. It's just it's not about one person, it's just about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And just and I feel I, I feel led to say this and you can chime in. You know, we invite the youth out and we have you know, we put it on Facebook and whatever. We're not about trying to pull anybody from their church. I right. mean a lot of people a lot of them kids go to the church on Wednesday night. A lot of them go to a different church on Sunday morning. Yeah. This is just a place, just another opportunity to worship. Yeah. And just be disciples. Exactly. And we're not about trying to pull anybody, even adults. We're not trying to, trying to pull anybody from the church or their activities, whatever. But man, if you want to come, here's a place where you can come on Sunday. Exactly. And just, and just be fed the word and just worship, man, you know? Yeah. Can be a, be a part of the kingdom family. You already are. It's just, just an extended family, you know. Definitely. So, yeah, man, I love it. Like we don't know what the Lord's doing, but we're just following. We're just uh, we're being blown by the wind of the spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. It's so amazing. Hey, I want to get to this question. Uh, I I think it fits in perfectly for this, and. Uh, I believe Chad was going to go this weekend and see it, so I'll, I'll try to get his take on it next weekend. Uh, but uh, we had Jack write in uh, 
at wrestlingforthefaith at gmail.com. If you have questions, uh, you can send them in, wrestlingforthefaith at gmail.com, or use the hashtag AskWFF. That's hashtag A-S-K-W-F-F on social media. Um, But Jack, he asked, uh, are we going to see the movie Jesus Revolution? And so this past weekend, yeah, we took our families and we all went to the theater and watched it. So, uh, yes, Jack, we we saw the Jesus Revolution, or at least Coach and I and uh, our families, and I loved it. Oh, it was great, man! Just to see it, because I've I read a little bit. I know you, I know you done the study about who. You know the characters were because you talked about it afterwards, right? And I knew a little bit. I'd read a little bit, and but I went home after that and did more research on it, and just to see it how what what God was doing then, mm-hmm. what he's what he's doing now, and how it just how it's just come back here, and it's always been here. We just what is it you say? There's not a shortage of revival. There's a, a shortage of people who want to receive it. Exactly. They, the shortage of people who will receive what God is saying. Yeah, yeah. that's it, man. And so, you know, I wasn't alive uh, in the late 60s and 70s. Uh, so I don't remember this, but just my study on it, yeah. there were a lot of people who did not like, as the movie, you know, depicts, there was a lot of people who did not like the hippies yeah, uh, getting saved and and coming into their churches and and preaching the gospel and everything and it it does remind me so much of like right now and I, I remember us talking about it last week or um, I was talking with somebody about it but I remember getting very emotional because the Lord just hit me with how and I'll be honest. I've been down on this generation, our generation now. You know, yeah. these kids, oh, they're they're stuck on video games and computers and phones and and they don't want to work, they don't want to go do nothing, they don't want to, you know, uh and and I there's been a lot of stuff that I have seen as negatives uh in today's generation of of kids and and how, you know, I've I've been negative toward that and the Lord hit me uh, last weekend with look at those people that the religious people were casting off mm-hmm. and saying, no, they don't look like me. They don't act like me. They don't listen to the same music that I do. And, you know, they can't come in my church. They can't preach the gospel. That that gospel that they're sharing, that's not a that's not the truth. That's not real. That's not uh, that's that's lies over there. That's those old wineskin people saying no. That those people can't be saved. Yeah. Ain't it crazy how we pray for people to be saved, the the Lord to to do amazing things in younger generation, and then when He does start doing it, we we cast it off and say, no, that's not God. That's not God. And the Lord convicted me, and I, I do remember when I was having the conversation, I got emotional about it because I was like, it's amazing how the Lord used those people, the hippies at that time, in such a, a mighty way. And now, look what's happening around the country and and I believe around the world in in areas uh, I've I've heard 
you know, of different places overseas that it's happening too, you know. But there's spiritual awakening in the earth. There's revival in in the body of Christ. And just because it's not coming from inside the church doors or it wasn't birthed inside the church doors don't mean that it's not revival in the hearts of the body of Christ. It's just that a lot of these people uh, who are members of the body of Christ are at these universities. Yeah. These young people and and. The Holy Spirit is is pouring out and exploding on these young people. And what do we hear? We hear a lot of religious people. Oh, no, that don't look like it. That don't look like what I believe it should look like. So that's not of God. That's not real. Yeah. Same thing they were saying in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And what what the church tells us is come as you are, right? Do we that's really it. mean that? Mm. Come as you are. Doesn't matter... What you look like, or what you've been through, what you're going to come as you are. That's it. Do we really mean that? I mean, the church is, we, we tell people all the time, just come as you are, bro. Do we really mean mm-hmm. it, though? I'm speaking to everybody. Yeah. It's like, wow. I know there's been times in my life where I've said it and not completely Me meant it. I, I do believe right now that I 100% mean it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we yeah, have I, a. I'm talking to myself, too. Yeah. I used to say that. If do we I, have. Do I really mean that, come as you are? If we have, you know, uh, I don't care what it is, what their background is, gangbangers or, you know, LGBTQ or, or you know, whatever it is come into to our kingdom family gatherings, they're welcome with open arms. Yeah. You know, we, if these people are going to be bold enough to come to a place where Jesus is being shared, yeah. well, why wouldn't we open our arms? Exactly. Because, and, and this is, it's something that the Lord has to show you. Because religion teaches you, hey, clean up. Then you can, yeah. like like in the 60s and 70s, they were telling the hippies, hey, you need to cut your hair. You need to shave your face. You need to take a bath. You need to wash your feet and all this other stuff. And then you can come to the church, you know, and, and get some good clothes. But like you said, Jesus says, come as you are. That's what I mean. He will clean you up. Yeah. And I am so I'm so glad. I believe I mentioned this Sunday at KFG. I'm so glad that I was delivered from that religious spirit that would say, "Come as you are." But then when they came as they were, oh, they came. Huh? I'm like, <laughs> now what I do? Yeah. Uh, exactly. You know. Yeah. And if if they came one time and didn't wasn't completely radically changed, I would say, oh, well, no, they, they're they not saved or they're not really seeking or whatever. They've not instantly dropped everything right. at, at the drop of a hat. It's the Holy Spirit's job to clean us up. Yeah. And, and we, one thing that he's taught me, uh, you know, I did a video of it beginning, you know, January of last year, 2022. Um, one of the things that he told me in my family, told me concerning my family, uh, was shut up and get out of my way. Mm-hmm. You know? And then when I did, it wasn't long before I started seeing that fire burning in yeah. them. You know? But I, without realizing it, was being legalistic and, and yeah. putting laws on them, even though in my mind, I was just trying to encourage them, you know. Uh, but I, in their eyes, I was being legalistic and, and, you know, 
keeping my thumb on them. And then, you know, finally he woke me up that day and, and said, get out of my way. Yeah. And when I, when I finally, as hard as it was, because at that day I realized I was a control freak. But when I, when I got out of his way, man, that fire of revival went through my house. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And that's so many of us in the body of Christ and as leaders in the body of Christ, we need to learn to get out of the way and trust that the Holy Spirit, God, creator of the universe, all-powerful, almighty, he has the power to change people. He does. He does. And he's going to do it in his way. That's it. And looking as a father and having a family, it's tough to realize because you want your family there with you. You want them to feel the same, have the same hunger and the same desire that, that seeking the Lord that you have. Yeah. But we just got to get out of the way, man. Let's let the Lord do it. I learned that too. So it's like it, just seeing now the last four or five months, I'm speaking from experience, just seeing my son read his Bible again. Mm-hmm. Man, I always told him, I said, you got to learn how to feed yourself, son. Yeah. You have to have that desire, and just and I pray for them. I pray for all of them, but just to see them seeking more, mm-hmm. you know. And it's been great, man. Uh, nothing that we done, just right. Just seeing it come together, and just man, I'm just looking forward to the next. And keep it coming. Let's just keep rolling, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Amazing. So. You got anything specific you want to uh, mention about Jesus Revolution? I, uh, I suggest going to watch it. Take your family if you can. Um, it's uh, the one I don't want to give the movie away, but when they're at the table and he's talking to the pastor, the hippie's talking to the pastor. Yeah, and he's like, they they have the right idea, love and peace, and they're seeking something. They're just seeking in the wrong thing. Yes, and man, I was like, man, there's so many people who are seeking hope and love and forgiveness and forgiveness of whatever and redemption whatever and they're they're not going to find anything other than the cross yeah and who jesus is that's it so that i mean that struck me i was like the holy ghost is right there in the theater man yeah that's one thing that stuck out to me but the movie's great i mean i liked it and just yeah i i cried i teared up several times i I would look usually like during a movie i'll look over at jonna and i'll notice she's boo-hooing i'll 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 make fun of her and say what are you what are you (laughs) boo-hooing about and then there was a few times during this movie and it wasn't wasn't really that anything was sad it was just that how the power of god was being manifest you know and i was like and it was just like, man, that's amazing how the Lord, how the Lord can use people. Yeah. If we'll if we'll just get out of the way and trust Him, He can use whoever He wants to use in His ways to to make His uh, plan, you know, come to pass. And so, yeah, there was several times she looked over at me and made fun of me for for tearing up while we were sitting in the theater. But I was just. You know, in my my spirit was just doing flips. I was yeah. like, "Yes, praise the Lord!" Just the way they presented it, and just I think they really did a really good job of how they how they did it and portrayed it. Like I said, I mean, I, you can read about it, yeah. But to see to see it, and you know, I talk about the chosen all the time. I read the stories all my life, but to see them put it into on the TV and just man, it just gets me digging deeper into the word. Right, it makes me more hungry. 
So I yeah, man, it was great. And uh, I cried, you know, I'm a crowd baby. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to say one thing. I, I asked Dennis, Dennis this, is, do these people realize what they're in, this movie they're making? Do they believe? I mean, an impact that they're having, a, a part they're playing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all actors getting paychecks, but do they realize what they're doing here? Yeah. Know? I mean, what they're a part of. Right. Just whether they believe, do they believe, do they not believe? Are they Christians? Mm-hmm. They're playing Christian people, you know. But and some of them may be. Mine, I was like, man, do they really know how important this movie is? Yeah. And so I, I believe some of them do, and some of them probably just they were getting paid. So right, I'm an actor, so I want to act. You know. But th- th- that's another but beautiful example yeah. of like going back to to global wrestling ministries mm-hmm. or this crazy idea to have a wrestling for the faith podcast where we talk about wrestling and talk about Jesus. That's also even if not all of those people yeah. are believers. God's going to use that film to touch people. Yeah. I believe he already is. Definitely. So, yeah, uh, we do recommend going and seeing uh, Jesus Revolution. Watch it with an open heart. And uh, if you feel stuff rising up inside of you, uh, as our our pal uh, Terry Skaggs says, take it to court. Yeah. Decide. Decide if, if that's the Holy Spirit talking to you or if that's a religious spirit yeah. talking to you. Yeah. I, I I would like to go back and watch it again and, and see if there was anything in there that r- rose up in me. For the most part, I just remember being like, oh, glory to yeah, God. I just remember just enjoying the movie and just feeling the spirit watching the movie. Yeah. And just, yeah, it was good, man. Uh, I always love when they, just another way to get Jesus, you know, yeah, get him out there. <laughs> Definitely. Not that he needs to be out there, but it was good, so I suggest seeing it. Yeah. yeah I'll probably watch it again, yeah. Oh, I'll definitely watch it again. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. We got anything else? I think, man. It's, hey, it's good to be back, buddy. Yes, sir. Yes, One sir. episode, that's great, pal. I love it, man. I really love the podcast, and it's not about me or you. It's just about it's just about Jesus, man. And that's it. And the family, and it's, hey. We're everywhere, and we yeah we are uh, <laughs> amazingly. Everywhere. Never, never in our wildest dreams imagined that it would be what it is today. But yes, we do have kingdom family all over the country, at least. Uh, well, I actually know of of people overseas who who watch our uh, gathering. So you know, praise the Lord. He's he's got these avenues and platforms. And we're just crazy enough to get on them. And we just need to be obedient. That's it. The Lord's done and just let him lead. Yeah. Get out the way. That's, that's it. So guys, if you have, uh, once again, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer here on the podcast, you can send them to wrestling for the faith at gmail.com, or you can use hashtag ask WFF on social media. Um, our Kingdom Family Gatherings are Sunday evenings at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, that is at the Boys and Girls Club, 280 Campbell Road in Benton, Tennessee. Everyone is welcome to come and join us. Um, and then, don't forget, the Remnant Youth Retreat 
Yeah. The first weekend in August, and we just announced it last week. I think uh, I've not counted in a couple of days. I think we are down to. I think four or five spots. Yeah. What we have. Crazy. And we only have like, most of that's the kids. We have like 12. 10 or 12 adults. Yeah. 12, are, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even know if it's that. The, the staff and then, you know, the rest are the are the youth. Yeah. And, and praise God that, I mean, they all jumped on board and said, hey, we're in. And, and we've got, once again, thanks to the Lord, we've got we've got youth coming from all over the country yeah. for this. So praise the Lord. Uh, be in prayer for us. And uh, if you would like your child to be at this remnant youth retreat, you can email us wrestling for the faith at gmail.com. Send us their information. If we run out of spots, we're going to start a waiting list. And yeah. that way, as we get closer to time, if there's anybody uh, whose schedule don't line up and they end up, you know, something come up and they end up having to uh, cancel and not be able to make it, that way we can slide you in. So, if you would like to be or like your child to be at the Remnant Youth Retreat uh, this year, go ahead, send us their information, and we will put them on the list. And uh, if there's somebody that pulls out, um, you know, we'll slide them in there, and we'd love to have them. So, guys, we thank you so much for listening to the Wrestling for the Faith podcast. We thank you for sharing um, you guys are faithful. You guys are awesome. And we wouldn't be doing this without you. So we love every one of you. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Wrestling for the Faith. Don't forget to follow Casey Cage on Twitter at Real Casey Cage. Follow Chad Lale on Twitter at CWLale underscore Gunner. And follow the show at Facebook.com slash Wrestling for the Faith.